All right, Kevin, I'll say, ooh, ooh, wow, good, wow, wow, wow. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I'll say, what a beautiful, beautiful, and incredible way to start off the week. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors. First of all, to thank our special Mizonos sponsor today, Ramil Gertner, for dedicating all of the Mizonos this morning. Beautiful, again, let's make Mizonos great again. Bring it back, Baruch Hashem. It's beautiful, beautiful. Again, nothing, nothing starts out the week like a little bit of Torah. It's Ruchnius and Gashmius all rolled into one. So again, Rebnil, thank you so very much. Yeshekoch. I would like to thank our Kamatora sponsors for the month of Cheshvan, to thank Yanki and Elisa Statman, Yitzki and Rebecca Statman, and for dedicating the Sherman Joshua's this month, the commemoration of the first yard site of their sister, Menucha Shengel Yehudis, Zichron Lebracha Bas David Yosef. To thank Shmuel Rabin Karamkin for dedicating the Shurim this month, in commemoration of the 25th yard site of Rabin's mother, Pesa Mira Bas Chaim. And to thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Zevi and Shoshi Daniel, Ili Nishmas, Rafael Yaakov Ben Avram, Zichron Lebracha, and to thank Jeff and Debbie Schwartz for dedicating the Week of Learning commemoration of the fifth yard site of Debbie's mother, Shulamis Bas Shmuel. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Neshamas will have an Aliyah and the families in Nechama. With that, let us begin. We have a really very interesting daf ahead of us today. Some really fascinating Yisodos as well. So with that, let us begin. Abosei, today's daft is your base 12. We are picking up on your Aleph of a base 11b at the two dots. So approximately seven lines up from the bottom. So remember again, quoting the Mishnah, Tahar betame no seropigal osers. Well, remember again, we are continuing now in the conversation regarding kinuyin, about the use of equivalent terms, or for that matter, again, also some yados, partial terms. The ikr part of this Mishnah is the concept, as I mentioned in yesterday's shir, about hatfasa. Hatfasa means you take something permitted and literally, again, you attach it to something prohibited, thereby conveying the prohibited status to the permitted item. Good, and that's what we spent. We spent yesterday speaking a lot about la, Liz and Laz and different things like this. Lachulin, lichulin. Good, let's go back there. Says in the Mar, Sotar, Tomei, Nosar, Pigol, Aser. So remember again, the examples that the Mishnah gave is the person says, for example, Lo Tahar, Sha'ocha, Lefanecha. Right? Lo Tahar, that was the Lashon of the, well, the Mishnah just said Tahar, but again, we understand that to mean Lo Tahar, Sha'ocha, Lefanecha. It's not Tahar, that which I'm going to consume of yours. Or Tomei, Sha'ocha, Lefanecha. That which I'm going to eat of yours is Tomei, or Nosar, or Pigol, all of that creates a state of prohibition. Good, says the Gemara. I will say, this is an incredible Shailah. Watch this. Watch this. Let's say a person says, Imagine I have a piece of meat in front of me. We'll assume this is the case for just a moment. I have a piece of meat in front of me, and I say, this piece of meat should be to me like the meat of Shlamim after Zrika. Then I will say, What's the halacha? Remember again, shlamim, the nature of shlamim is shlamim is a carbon, it's called shlamim because it creates shalom, it creates shalom. Why? Because everyone has a portion. Part of it goes up on the Mizbeach, part of it given to the Gahanim, part of it given to the owners of the carbon. The halacha is that after the zriga, the meat becomes permitted for consumption. So, an interesting case here. What happens if halacha lamaisa, halacha lamaisa, I go ahead and have a piece of meat in front of me and I say, this piece of meat should be like the meat of shlamim after zriga. What's the halacha? To which the Gemara says, That's not a shayla. Because if you make a statement like that, then you are linking the meat in front of you to what? To what? To a permitted item. 
In other words, we'll say the meat of shlamim after zrika is mutter. Is mutter. So if you say this piece of meat should be like meat of shlamim after zrika, it's not a shot. In other words, you haven't really said anything. In other words, the meat is permitted. Rather, what's the case? Ella, here we go. This is so interesting. Kigon demachis basar zivche shlamim, umachis dehetera gabe, va'amar zekhazet. Here we go, Bosek. Imagine the following scenario. You have a piece of shlamim meat, you have a piece of shlamim meat, and it happens to be after Zrika, and you have it sitting on the table, and right next to it you have an ordinary piece of meat. So you go ahead and you say, ultimately again, zu kazet, or zekhazet. This piece of meat, meaning the ordinary piece of meat, should be like this piece of meat, the shlamim meat. So watch this. What's the shayla? So my, bi ikaro kamatvis, or behetera kamatvis. Rebbe said, listen to how fascinating this is. When you're connecting, we'll call the chulim piece of meat to the shlamim piece of meat. So what state of shlamim are you connecting the permitted piece of meat to? Do we, do you, are you connecting, are you matvisit, bi ikaro? Rebbe said, bi ikaro means the original essence of the meat. The original essence of the meat refers to the state of the meat before zriga. At the moment that it became a shlamim, shlamim meat. So do we say you're linking the permitted piece of meat to the original state of shlamim, in which case, again, you're now, excuse me, now generating an isser upon the ordinary piece of meat? Or, or do we say that halacha lamaisa kamat vis Or perhaps you're going ahead and linking it at what? To what? To the present state of the shlamim meat. What's the present state of the shlamim meat? Mutter, because it's after Zika. I've also said, what a good kasha. What a good kasha. In other words, when you're linking, and again, so remember, to be clear, if I explicitly link my, we'll call it chulen piece of meat, my regular piece of meat, to basar shlamim achar zrika, everyone agrees what's the impact of that statement? It's mutter. In other words, nothing really to talk about. You, you haven't done anything because shlamim meat after zrika is mutter. The shayla is, I have shlamim meat on the table, ordinary piece of meat on the table, and I say zekazeh. The ordinary should be like the shlamim. What? What am I linking it to? Ikaro, the essence of the shlamim, which refers to shlamim prior to Zrika, or ultimately, again, the state of the shlamim as it is now. State of shlamim as it is now. I will say, I'll just point out how interesting this is. If you take a look at the Ran for just a moment, the Ran says over here, it's uh, last round on the page, three lines are from the Ran, Ikaro kamatvis, Isuro shahaya kodem zrikas damim. So I will say, what's interesting is the Gemara understands the Iker state of Shlamim is when it's Kulo Kadash, when it's totally holy, not permitted for consumption. The present state is ultimately, again, where it's not permitted for consumption. It's interesting to see that in Halacha, the primary state of any object is when it's in its fullest state of inherent holiness. Sometimes, present circumstances do not look like the Iker state. And if it's true for a covenant, I'll say how much more true it is for man as well. Right? I'll say, what's my ikr state? What's my ikr? What's my ikaro? My ikr is kedusha. The difference is that sometimes, sometimes at the end of the day, that's not what I look like. That's not what I look like. My present state does not reflect my ikr. My ikr is kedusha. My present often is compromised. It's often compromised by a series of bad decisions or wrong turns. It's an incredible, incredible Moser Haskell. In any event, that's our Shiloh. Says the Imam, so what's the halacha? So we'll say, this is Rami Barham's Shaila, and the truth is we're going to pretty much spend the rest of the daf trying to go ahead and answer this question. So here we go. Amar Rava, 
Tashma. So Rav says, let's explain. No sir or pigal. So we'll say, remember again, examples that the Mishnah gave of no sir and pigal. For example, we'll say, now this was a case of where I have a piece of meat in front of me. And I say the piece of meat, right? No sir. The piece of meat is pigal. So the Mishnah understood that to mean that essentially I'm taking a nether to prohibit these particular pieces of meat. Type of yud base. Ay, vaha. No saropigo, so the truth is the Ran says really take out pigo from this. This is not really a conversation about pigo, because the truth is pigo could occur at any state of the sacrificial process. So rather really the Ran explains that this is really referring to, to nosar. The state of nosar, the state of nosar, ultimately really only comes about when? Achazrikastamim. So it would appear, it would appear that whenever you're linking something permitted to a sacrificial item, what state of the sacrificial item are you linking it to? The state after Zrika, which in the Shlomim case, which in the Shlomim case, just means you're not really making another prohibition. But this is the right of the Gemara. So if you look at the Ran, again, right on the left-hand side, right on the left-hand side, it's actually just a couple of lines right before the Ran, Divrei HaMaschil Benosar Shal Ola. Couple lines in. So the Ran says, Elo mi noser kaparach de iser nidara pakale bizvikas dam, bafido hachi tnan da aser ama bi karo kamatvis. So I will say, so this is very interesting. With noser, with noser, interestingly enough, once you go ahead and you have zvika, once you go ahead and you have zvika, so technically again, the nether element of the carbon has now left. And therefore, again, all I'm, all I'm really left with, ultimately, again, is the Iker prohibition. So the Gemara is using this actually as a raya, that when you go ahead and you link something to a carbon, you are ultimately linking it to its primary original status. No, 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 what are we talking about? We're talking about the Nosar of Ola. And I will say, what's the hap with the Nosar of Ola? Sin Ola never becomes permitted for consumption. So because of that, Ola always retains its prohibited status. So Ola is one of these interesting carbonos where it makes no difference before Zrika, after Zrika. I was to say, it's not just Ola, it's a lot of carbonos like that. Well, let's go with Ola. In other words, a lot, a lot of carbonos, there is a distinction in status pre-Zrika, post-Zrika. We could be talking about over here, no Sir of Ola, where there's no fundamental distinction before, before Zrika or after Zrika. I was to say, I want to be clear. Rami Bar was asking on a very specific case of Shlomim. Shlomim. Shlomim is a carbon where there is a distinction between pre-Zrika status, where it's Aser, versus post-Zrika status, where it's Mutter. Where it's Mutter. Rami Barakama's case is, I've got two pieces of meat on the table. Shlomim, after Zrika, and a regular piece of meat. I say the regular piece of meat, Zeh, regular piece of meat, should be like Zeh Shlomim. What's my Shaila? What's my Shaila? What state of Shlomim Am I linking my regular piece of meat to? To the pre-Zrika state, in which case it's Aser, or to the post-Zrika state, in which case it's Mutter. The Gemara tries to bring a Raya from the case of Nosar in our Mishnah, that clearly we're linking it to the pre-Zrika state, to which the Gemara says, maybe not. Maybe the case of Nosar in the Mishnah is the case of Nosar of Ola, in which case what? In which case what? There's no difference pre-Zrika or post-Zrika. So Amrale he says, in Kane, listening Ola. If that's the case, then why don't you just leave out no sir altogether? Leave out no sir altogether and just go ahead and just talk about Ola meat. To which the Mars Lomi Bai Kamar. Lomi Bai Basar Ola the Asar Dahabi Karbin Kamatis. Shiba goes without saying that if you go out and you make a nadar and you say that what? Zekhaza, this piece of meat, ordinary piece, should be like this piece, this this Ola meat, 
Everyone agrees that, of course, it's going to be Aser. So the Gemara says, Upigol da'ola itzrichale. Here's the difference, Rabbi Say. You need the case of Pigol. Why? Sagadai tamina, ki iser nosar, ki iser Pigol, vahavile ki matfis vidavar ha'asar, velo mitzar. So Rabbi Say, I'm going to tell you a concept now that the Gemara is going to make, constantly make nuanced reference to, but we're actually not going to get to it until Daf Yud Gimel, which I'm actually going to try to get to today. Suppose he's listened. Who, who just laughed at that? Who just laughed at that? I said, I'm trying to get to that. I heard that under the breath chuckle. Right? So I said, now listen to this. So we're going to see. We have, we have not been introduced to this idea yet, but the Gemara is operating with this principle. We were introduced in, today's, in yesterday's Mishnah, Hatfasa. What's Hatfasa? What's Hatfasa? You can link something or attach something permitted to something prohibited, and the permitted item takes on the status of the prohibited item. What we are going to see is a unique, a unique concept in Hatfasa is that it only works if you link the permitted item to a prohibited item that's not inherently usser. So, all right, so in other words, the only way to link a permitted item to a prohibited item is if the prohibited item is only usser because of the nether, because of the nether. If it's something inherently prohibited, then it will not work. And the, the logic is just, in, again, we'll see it's really based on Sukim, but the logic, which makes sense. In other words, essentially, I could go ahead and derive nether prohibition from an item that's already prohibited by a nether. But something that's inherently prohibited, the concept of hatfasa, of attaching a permitted item to the prohibited item, will not work. So we'll say, now watch this. See what the Gibara says. When the Mishnah says, when the Mishnah says that something, right, if I go ahead and I take a permitted item and I say, this item should be like no sir, or should be like pigle. So we'll say, one second, no sir and pigle are inherent prohibitions. So the Gemara says, you're right. In fact, the case of no sir and pigle in the Mishnah are cases of no sir and pigle, ultimately again of basar ola. So really what we're saying is like this. Now ola, right, a carbon ola, comes about as a result of a nether, of a nether. Well, so we're going to see that even in cases where you're chayiv in Ola, an animal really only becomes designated as a carbon when a person wills it that way. That's called the nether also. That's called the nether. In other words, we often look at the dharm as voluntary things, but we're going to see even sometimes when you're obliged, for example, if I go ahead and I bring a carbon, let's say I'm obligated to bring the carbon. That's true, but the animal only becomes a carbon when? When? When I designate it. So that act of designation is in and of itself has the status almost of a quasi-carbon associate. Sorry, a quasi-nether. So therefore I was like this. The Chiddush is like this. The Chiddush is that when you do hatfasa to Pigol and Nosar, I would have thought that doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work. Why? Because you can only do hatfasa to something that is prohibited by the Koach of a nether but not by something that is inherently aser. Therefore, again, the Gemara says, Kamash Malon, Kamash Malon, that halacha lamaisa, when I say no sar and pigol, what I'm really referring to is what? The carbon. The carbon. So when I say this should be like no sar, this should be like pigol, really what I'm doing is, I'm doing hatfasa with the carbon itself, and we're assuming that the carbon itself is prohibited by the koach of another koach of a Therefore, hatfasa works. Beautiful. 
So the Gemara is supposed to say, if you look at Rashi for just a moment, so Rashi in Kamashan, right, right where you see the rush in the margin, so go across from the rush into Rashi, about three lines up. Kamash Malon, Good. Sigmar says as follows. So again, just to point out, we're still stuck with, not stuck, we're still trying to get through Rami Barchama's question. I have a piece of ordinary meat, a piece of shlame meat after Zrika. I say the ordinary piece should be like the piece of shlame meat. What's the halacha? Am I doing hatfasa to the current state of the shlame meat, in which case I have not created an edda of prohibition, or to the primary state of the shlame meat, in which case again I've created a prohibition? Mesa, let's go fight there. Ezu Torah, very interesting case. What's, what's, what's an example of the Isser Ha'amor Batora? Now, now what, what does that mean? In other words, Halacha What's a good example, ultimately, again, of creating an Isser Nether? Watch this. Amar Hareini Shalo Ochal Basar Shalo Eshte Yaim Ki Yom Shemais Po Aviv Ki Yom Shemais Po Rabo Ki Yom Shneagrak Bo Gidalia Ben Achikam Ki Yom Shera'isi Yerushalayim Bechorbano Supposed to listen to this. A person makes a Nether. And what is he saying? I hereby take upon myself that I will not eat meat and not drink wine like the day, like the day that my father passed away or like the day that my Rebbe passed away, like the day that Gedalia ben Achikam, that's some Gedalia, was assassinated or like the day that I saw Yerushalayim in a state of ruin. In a state of ruin. So what's, what's going on over here? So we're going to see what's going on in just a moment. But, but it sounds like, it sounds like what's happening is like this. Let's just seize upon the first case. Let's say again, Reuven lost his father. And so Reuven decided that on the day that his father passed away, he's going to go ahead and not eat meat and drink wine. Father Abosa, I will point out to you something very interesting. The Rishonim point out there is a minog. There is a minog to fast on a yard site. For, specifically for a child to fast on the yard site of his parent. It's a minog, not a halacha. Where does that minog come from? Many point to this Gemara. Many point to this Gemara. This idea, this idea that on the yard site itself, a person observes certain morning practices. So listen to this. So the Gemara says, so therefore I take upon myself, right? I take upon myself to go out and say, I will not eat meat and drink wine like the day that my father passed away or like the day that Gedali Berachikam was assassinated, like the day that I saw Yerushalayim in a state of ruin. Now we'll say, let's qualify this case. Vamra Shmuel. Shmuel says, we're talking about a case where he made a nether on that day. Now, what does that mean? Take a look at the Ran. Take a look at the in the in the intermediate wide lines of the Ran, second line in. So Shmuel says, what's the case? It must be. The case is where, right, Reuven's father passed away. So let's say Reuven's father passed away on the 12th of Cheshvan. So Reuven said, for now on, on the 12th of Cheshvan, I'm not going to eat meat and drink wine. Okay. So we'll say, now another day comes along. And Reuven says, Reuven says, today, today, let's say now we'll say it's the, uh, it's the 12th of Kislev. For whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter what date. Right? Another day, not the yard site. Ruvain says, today should be like the day my father passed away. So we'll say, so what is that? So what is that? Now that's a case of hatfasa. What are you doing? You're taking today, which is a, or we'll call it the 12th of Kisla, which is a permitted day. And what are you doing? What are you doing? 
You're attaching it to the yard site day. The yard site day now is bound by what? Another, not to eat meat and not to drink wine. Okay, so this seems to be a good classic case of hatfasa, to which the Gemara says, to which the Gemara says, uh, good. Now, what's the case? It must be that what's happening over here. It must be the koy bechad Now look at the ran for just a moment again. The ran says nira beinai dahachi pirusha sheomer biyom echa b'shabes shehu biyom shemis ba'aviv leminyan chadashim. So what's interesting to hear is like this. The, the Gemara want posits that maybe the way we look at this is like this. When Ruvain loses his father, and now it's the 12th of Cheshvan, so he decides that, you know what, today, I'm not going to eat meat and drink wine. Rebbe said, then what happens? The yard site comes, and Ruvain says, this day should be like the day my father died. So it's, the same, it's the same day. It's the same 12th of Cheshvan. So ultimately, again, I will say, now here's what's interesting. So now it's a year later, 12th of Cheshvan. So I will say, even though now, let's say, and it's a Sunday, right? Sunday, 12th of Cheshvan. So now, even though, it doesn't have to be the same date, it's a Sunday, right? So even though now, there's been many days in between the day that his father died and today. So I will say, so what's happening over here? So imagine for just a moment, it's Sunday. And he says, this Sunday should be like, this, should be like that Sunday, right? Let me, let me go back to Gemara for just a moment. So we'll say, so now what happened? Let's say, just to keep this easy, let's say Ruben's father died on 12th of Cheshvan, that's a Sunday, right? So now what happens now, a year or whatever number of years later, it's the same date, right? It's Sunday, the 12th of Cheshvan. And what does Ruben say? Ruben says, today, this day should be like the day my father passed away. Now I will say, there's been a year of Sundays in between the death of Ruben's father and today. So when he says, this day should be like the day my father passed away, this, so we'll say, there's a whole bunch of Sundays. All of those Sundays in between were all, per, were all permitted. Were all permitted. But now that he says, this day should be like the, like the Sunday my father passed away, what do we say? What, do we, what is he doing? He's being matfis, right? He's connecting today with the original date of death. So therefore, the Gemara is suggesting what? Even though there have been many Sundays that have been permitted, yet, yet, when he goes ahead and he says that the day should be like the day that my father died, what is he doing? He's attaching himself to the original Sunday his father passed away, and asking himself in meat and wine. What do you see from here? The Gemara says, Now, you see from here, that when you are connecting a permitted item with a prohibited item, and that permit, prohibited item, we'll call it, has two states. One is permitted, one is prohibited. Katfasa says, we connect it to the original prohibited state. So when Ruvain says that today should be like that Sunday, my father passed, even though again, or should be like that Sunday, even though again, there's been a whole bunch of permitted Sundays, we view him as, as linking himself to that original Sunday his father passed away, and thereby prohibiting this current day, this current day in meat and wine. Similarly, going back to Rabbi Barachama's case, when a person has a meat of shlomim after Zrika on the table, and there's another piece of meat that's there, and he says, Zekazeh, even though the shlomim meat is currently permitted, we view him as linking the permitted piece of meat to what? 
to the original state of Shlomim prior to Zrika and not to the current state. Incredible. So the Shmuel Hechi Itmar, Shmuel said, by the way, what's the number? We're not finished with Shmuel's case. When was Shmuel's state, case stated? So the Gemara says, Amr Shmuel, Bohush another Uba, Meosahayom Ve'elech. What's the case, Rabosai? The case ultimately, again, is where a person went ahead and look at look at Rashi for just a moment. Meosa Yom Rashi says, "Kigon de baosi Yom Shemis Aviv Kipal Alav Benedar Shlo Yehi Ochel Basar Okigon de Hava Osa Yom Chad Beir Deika Chad Beshabes Chad Beshabes Deatera Tuva Bein Sayim Ulusof Shana Beir Bechabes." So we'll say so again. Shmuel's case was actually said where a person was taking a self perpetuating neder. It's not just that he went ahead and he took this nether one time and that was it. Rather, again, he took this nether and he said this nether will be in effect going forward. Okay? So we'll say that's the Ran. I'm sorry, I read the, I ran, I read the ran a little bit uh, too early. If you go back to Iran, the Shmuel Hachi Itmar Amr Shmuel, Bahush Nadr Ubame Osoyam Ve'elech, Kilomar, Shekol Yume Echel B'Shabesh Avra Lov, Shein Kiyom Shemis Ba'aviv, Nasra Lov B'Nadar. So we'll say, the Ran's understanding of this is actually quite interesting. The Ran says that the nether is actually that every Sunday should be like this. Every Sunday should be like this. So here, this is a self-perpetuating nether. So this really is not a raya to our case. You see that both Because in this case, again, he's prohibiting every Sunday from the death of his father. So this is not, this is not a good raya, this case. Interesting case. And like I said, I mentioned before, serves as a mucker, as a source for the concept of fasting or abstaining from something on a yard site, but really nothing to do with Rami Barhamas case. Good, let's go right there. So the Gemara goes, says, Gemara says, Amr Avino, Tashma, listen to this. Kechalas Aaron, so listen to this. Let's say a person goes ahead and what? Has a loaf of bread. Right? And I say this loaf of bread should be like the chala of Aaron. What's talach? Or like the truma of Aaron. Ultimately, again, no state of prohibition devolves upon the loaf. The loaf is mutter. Now look at the ran for just a moment, second to last line. Kichalas Aaron, chumas mutter. Tafagav de bekriyashem misiri. Kevon sheno asr la kol. Right? Davar ha asr mikri. Below davar ha nadar. So both is interesting. The reason the ran seems to say is because chala and truma are considered to be inherently asr. So remember again, as I mentioned before, we haven't seen the source for this, but the concept of hatfasa. Linking something permitted to something prohibited only applies if the prohibited item is prohibited because of a nether. But if the prohibited item is inherently usr, hatfasa does not work. The Gemara posits that chala and truma are inherently usr, therefore hatfasa won't work. Haki truma slach toda usr. Yet interesting, Rabbi, say if you were to go ahead and link the permitted loaf to let's say again the truma of lachme toda. Now, I'll say, what's the truma of lachme toda? Look at the ran again, last line. Chala mikol eser chalos shall come I'll say, we're going to see, by the way, that halachala ma'isa, carbon toda came with 40 loaves. 40 loaves. Now, why 40? They were, the loaves were, were prepared in four different ways. Four different ways. So you had 10 loaves of each type. You would then take one loaf of each batch and give that to the kohen. That, right, that, that would be, that'd be the truma that you would go ahead. It was, technically sounds like maizu, but it's the truma you would go ahead and give to the coin from the lachme toda. So I will say, so this is actually quite interesting. So the Gemara says like this. If you go ahead and you say this loaf of bread should be like chalas, aron, or like truma, 
ultimately the nedra doesn't take effect throughout Tfasa, because you're attaching the permitted item to something that is inherently, inherently asr. Conversely, if you say that this loaf of bread should be like the truma of lachme toda, they will say because a toda is a davar hanodor, right? A toda ultimately again comes about as a result of a neder. Therefore, halacha lamaisa, that hatfasa, remember again, so that's what I said before. When do you bring a carbon toda? When do you bring a carbon toda? When you are delivered from some life threatening situation. Now, Obviously, it's obligatory to bring a carbon toda in those situations, but even though it's obligatory, your designation of a particular animal as carbon, by definition, puts it in the category of a nether. Since it's my, in other words, the animal is only consecrated when I do it, therefore it takes on the status, ultimately, now the truth is, truth be told also, you could also go ahead and bring a toda of your own volition. Right, on your own. You, you, you could pledge, you, you could voluntarily give a toda as well. So the idea is, if you link your carbon to the loaves given to Aaron from the Lachmei toda, that works. Right, Lachmei toda Aser. And the Ran says, last time before I turn the page, because they both say, remember again, a toda is considered to be a neder. So therefore, when you link the permitted loaf, ultimately again to the loaves of the toda, that works. On the base. So you says, one second. But the Chumas Lachmetoda, right, the loaves, the loaves, ultimately again, really are only given after Zriga. Look at the rhyme for just a moment. But the only time you would ever give Truma from the loaves is when? At, when, when the loaves could be eaten. And the only time the loaves could be eaten is when? After Zrika. So we'll say, what does this sound like over here? This sounds like over here that when you go ahead and you do hatfasa to a prohibited, prohibited item, it sounds like you're linking it when? To the post Zrika state. To which the Gemara says, says, No, no, no. Perhaps what, what it meant to say was like this. If you go ahead and you take a loaf of bread and you say this loaf should be kichumas halishka. They will say, what's kichumas halishka? That's the Master Sashagel. Master Sashagel, then ultimately again it's Aser. Now both sides, once again, Master Sashagel is a Davar Hanadar, right? A person, a person gives it, and by giving it, ultimately again, he's consecrating it. So if you link your loaf of bread to Truma Salishka, that's a valid Neda throughout Fasa. Now I can infer from that, about Truma Lachme told Mai, I will say if you were to link your loaf of bread to the loaves of, to, right? To, to the loaf, in other words, to the loaves of Toda, or to the, to the truma from the loaves of Toda that you give to the Kohen, what be the halacha? Mutter. It sounds like over here that it would be mutter. Why are both sides? Because again, if we're talking about after Zwika, after Zwika is permitted for consumption. To which the Gemara said, that's the case, listen, lachme Toda, the Koshikin truma so. So both say that's the case, then just go ahead and don't get into truma, and just, instead just say, if you go ahead and you take a loaf of bread, and you say this loaf of bread should be like lachme Toda, Ultimately, again, it's going to be mutter, and all the more so if you link it to the truma given from the lachme toda. It's also going to be mutter. To which the gemara says, "Hakamash malon trumas lachme toda trumasohi." So we'll say, interestingly enough, it's coming to teach us that what that the truma of the lachme toda mamish has the status ultimately again of actual truma. So the gemara says, "Vibai zim." Another possibility is trumas lachme toda nami kodem zvikas dominu. But well, so here's a fascinating possibility. Maybe not. Maybe the case of Truma Slach Meitoda 
is actually taking place before Zerika. And I will say, before Zerika, how would it be happening before Zerika? So I will say, this is fascinating. And what's the case? The case is where you're separating out Aaron's portion, right, the truma from the Lachmei Toda, while the loaves are still being kneaded. They're both sides. Now, the beauty of that is, if it's before Zerika, if it's before Zerika, then we still look at this as a Dover Hanador, right? As a Dover Hanador. To which the Gemara says, one second. How, how you, now, we'll say, now we're going to get a little bit technical into Toda. V'chi hadam rav tuvi bar kisnam or shmuel, lach me Toda, sha'afan ba'arba chalos yatsa. So we'll say, remember again, this is fascinating. How many loaves, how many loaves normally accompany a carbon Toda? How many? Forty. Now remember again, the way it works is the loaves are prepared in four different ways. Ten loaves of each type. Well, let's say you decide, like, can you imagine, like, let's say you decide, instead of 10 loaves, I want to make four, I'm sorry, instead of 40 loaves, I'm just going to make four big loaves. One loaf of each type, one loaf of each type, and essentially I'll combine 10 smaller loaves into one big, like a Rebbe Shechala, you know, like one of those, you know, like, I'm going to go ahead and make four big loaves. So the Gemara listen to this. So the Gemara because after all, so the Amar Rabbi Tuva Barkis Amar Shmuel Lachmei Toda Sha'afan Ba'arba Chalos Yatsa. So ultimately, again, if you went ahead right, and technically, so you will say it works. In other words, if you were to take, if you were to take ten smaller loaves and combine them into one big loaf, so instead of forty loaves, you have four big loaves, right? Each loaf really representing ten smaller loaves from each different type. It works. Just one second. Ba'aksiv Arboim. But the pasuk says you have to bring forty loaves. Tursi Gemara says, you're right, le mitzvah. That's only there to tell you lechatchila. Lechatchila, you should have 40 loaves, but Allah even if you don't have 40 loaves, ultimately again, it works. To which the Gemara says, the habay le mishkal truma. But one second, if you only have four loaves, four large loaves, then at the end of the day, how are you taking a portion for the Kohanim from that? To which the Gemara says, chitim with the shakal chadarifta akula. Well, I have a good idea. Maybe just take, I will say, just take one big mama loaf, right? Just take one big zaftig loaf. Because it was like one big loaf represents what? Represents what? Ten loaves. So just take one, just take one and give that to the coin. Doesn't work. I'll tell you Echad, Nikol Karban, Shaliita, Nikarban, Achavero. They both say, in general, there's a concept by Karbanos that whenever the Kohanim are entitled to a portion, you can't double up on one Karban and use that to exempt another Karban. So, same thing with Lachme Toda. The coin is entitled ultimately again to one loaf from each type of loaves. So therefore giving him one big loaf, even though again that one big loaf is comprised of 10 smaller loaves, does not satisfy the criteria. Okay. So I have an idea. I have an idea. Maybe we'll go ahead and we'll just take... So I will say, so now in this case over here I have four big loaves for the Toda. Maybe I'll just take one little piece of each loaf, give that to the coin to satisfy his obligation, Vatanan, that doesn't work. Vatanan, echad. Shalayital prusa. Abel Zedora says you have to give the coin echad. Echad. Shabbos say echad means what? A hole and not a piece. Ella da'afrashinu belisha. See, if Abel said the only way this works is how? Is if you say that while kneading the dough to make the loaves, you separate out the coin's portion while you're kneading the dough. So that you could do. So go ahead and separate a portion from each batch. In other words, remember again, I was saying in this case, you're only making four big loaves. So you have four batches then of four different types of loaves. Take out a Kohanic portion from each, from each kneading bowl and that should work. 
To which the Gemara says, so So this ultimately, again, these are the four types. You'll take one from the chametz kneading bowl, which is the one that becomes leaven, right? One from the chala kneading bowl, which ultimately, again, is the one that doesn't become chametz. means wafers. So I'll say these are just the four different ways that the loaves were prepared. There is a way, just for, so just wait, by the way, a couple of interesting facts. Number one, carbon totem requires 40 loaves. Number two, you're obligated to give the coin one of each loaf from each type, right? Number three, technically speaking, if you didn't want to make 10 smaller loaves, but instead you just wanted to, or I say 40 small loaves, but you just wanted to make one big loaf for each batch, each of the four types of bread, that would work. The problem is the only way to satisfy your Kohanic obligation in that case is how? Is how? By separating out for the coin when? While the dough itself is still being needed. Incredible. So, by the way, very interesting. There's only one problem. We still have not solved our question. I must remember again, we started today's now. Rami Bar is asking a very simple question. I have a piece of shlame meat after Zrika on the table. I have a piece of ordinary meat. I say, Zekhazeh. So we'll say, what's my shayla? What's my shayla? What's the status of the meat? What does it depend on? Am I linking the meat to the pre-Zrika status of the shlamim, what we call ikaro? Or ultimately, again, am I linking the regular meat to the present status of the shlamim meat, which we call keheteira? That's the fundamental shayla. We still have an answer. It's which the Lord says, you're right. Maybe, leme ketanoi. Maybe this whole thing, maybe this whole thing is a machlok yesterday. Here we go. Hare alai kibachar. We'll see, interesting case. Let's say I go ahead and I take, and I will say, it doesn't really matter what the object is. You can just keep it simple like a loaf of bread. I take a loaf of bread. I say this loaf of bread should be like a Bukhar animal. Rabbi Yaakov Oser, Rabbi Huda Matir. So I say, now remember again, Bukhar means the firstborn of your animals you give to the coin. So now I say this loaf of bread should be like a Bukhar. Rabbi Yaakov says, the loaf becomes Oser. Rabbi Huda says it's Mutter. So what's the case? Hechi Dami. Inei if we're talking about the Bukhar right before the blood has been sprinkled, my time of demand is Shari. Then I both say everyone should agree that it's Asr, because the Bukhar before Zrika is Asr, is Asr. So what's the, why, why, why would you go ahead and permit it? To which the Gemara says, right, so the Ran says, my time, last round on the page, he says, Ha Bukhar, I don't know why I use the loaf. In other words, it's easier to say Basar, right? Basar, right? This meat should be like the meat of a Bukhar. That's what I was saying. This means we like the meat of a bachar. That's the Duran's case. If you look at the if you look at the Ran right before last line, hechi dami ilema tamahare alai basar zek basa bachar. So I was like, if at the end of the day I'm saying this meat should be like the meat of a bachar, if it's before zurika, then of course it's aser because meat because bachar before zurika is going to be aser. So the Gemara says ve'ila aches rikas tamim. And if at the end of the day, if at the end of the day it's after zurika, then my time and demand the aser. Then why would anyone say it's Asr? Because Bukhar meat after Zrika is going to be permitted. El Allah, I will say top of your gimel. Huh? huh? Top of your gimel. Hey, top of your gimel. El Allah, El Allah, Oh, I will say, what's the case? This is Rabbi Barcham's case. It's Rabbi Barcham's case. What do I have? I have a piece of meat on the table, a regular piece of meat. And ultimately, again, I have a piece of Bukhar meat. I have a piece of Bukhar meat. 
And what Rabbi say? I go ahead and I say, Zekazeh. Rabbi say, the case must be that it's the Bechar meat after Zrika, right? And I say, Zekazeh. And so I say, so what's the Shaila? What's the Shaila? What's the meaning of Zekazeh? Does Zekazeh mean that I'm linking, I'm linking the Bechar meat, I'm sorry, the permitted meat to the Bechar meat pre Zrika or post Zrika? That's the Shaila. And Rabbi say, what do you see from here? Semachlokis Tanaim. Say, and we'll say, all we've just, now, by the way, so there's good news and bad news, right? The good news is we've now shown, something I said, right? right? So I'll say, so, so ultimately, again, so ultimately, the Gemara says like this, Halacha So again, the good news is we've now shown that Rami Barhamas Shailah is a Machlokis Tanoi. Now, what haven't we done? What haven't we done? We haven't answered it. We haven't answered it. But again, I will say, but at least what we're showing is, this is a fundamental machlokes. When you take a permitted item and you link it to an item which has two states, an, an initial inherent prohibited state and a current permitted state, which state are you linking the permitted item to? The ikr, the original primary prohibited state, or the current permitted state? Machlokes, I will say we're not finished, we're not finished. To which the says, low. No, no, no. Here we go. Dechule alma, Everyone agrees that when you link a permitted item to a, to a prohibited, to a carbonic item, you are linking the permitted item to the initial inherent prohibited state of the carbon. Everyone agrees with that. Oh, my time of demand is shari. So I will say, if that's the case, if that's the case, then ultimately again, then why does one opinion permit, in this case, I will say in the Bukhar case, then why does one opinion permit halakha v'maysa? When I go ahead and I link the Basar to Bechar after Zrika, so one that, why does one opinion permit it? To which the Amakra, here we go. Ki yidar, ad she yidar bedavar hanidar. La fuke Bechar bedavar ha'asarhu. So we'll say, here's the distinction. We'll say, this goes back for just a moment. Remember, this is what we said before. And here's the drasha. Ad she yidar, we'll say, hatfasa, hatfasa, linking a pro- permitted item to a prohibited item only works when? when the prohibited item itself is prohibited through a nether. But ultimately, again, if the prohibited item is inherently usr, then hatfasa does not work. The Gemara is suggesting Bukhar is an example of something which is inherently prohibited. That's why I will say, that's why Allah that's why, that is why Rabbi Yehuda says, if you link a piece of meat to a Bukhar, it doesn't matter before Zrika, after Zrika. Hatfasa doesn't work. Why doesn't Hatfasa work? Because Hatfasa only works with a Davra Hanidor, with something itself which is permitted by a nether. But Bechar is inherently, Bechar is inherently Asr. Uman da Asr. So I'll say, again, according to the opinion that says, according to the opinion that says, ultimately, again, Man da Asr Amakra, Lashem, Lerabos Davra Asr. So I'll say the other opinion, i.e., i.e., um, Rabbi Yaakov, right? Rabbi Yaakov will say, no, Hatfasa even works with the Davra Asr. So I'll say, so now it turns out, by the way, that what is this? This is a fundamental machlokis in Hatfasa. In Hatfasa, the concept of linkage, of nether linkage. So I'll say, so again, does Hatfasa only work? So one opinion holds, Hatfasa only works when you link the permitted item to a prohibited item, but the prohibited item itself has to only be Asr because of a nether. Right? And therefore, again, Bechar won't work because Bechar is inherently Asr. Second opinion holds no. Hatfasa even works, even works 
when an item is inherently prohibited. So the Gemara says, Uman deshari la shemai avidle. So I will say, the one who says that it's permitted, because hatfasa only works ultimately again with a davar hanadar, not a davar ha'asar, what does he do with la Hashem? Mi baile lematvis pechatas va'asham. It teaches us, I will say, an interesting idea. That here's, here's the distinction. That Allah Chalamaisa, I should probably stop. All right, you know, say, so you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll stop over here for today. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you a little bit, a little bit in the middle. Of the but I do want to close out. So now, the boss, it, it turns out, it turns out that halacha lemaisa, there's actually more fundamental machlokas, right? The more fundamental machlokas is in the mechanics of hatfasa, right? In the mechanics of hatfasa, how does hatfasa work? Does hatfasa only work to a davar hanidor to something itself that has prohibited through a nadar, but something that is inherently usher, it does not work or not? That's a machlok. So I will say, but let's go back for just a moment. What about Rami Bar original question? Rami Bar original question, which is, that I will say, I'm licking a piece of meat, I'm licking a piece of meat, now ultimate, a permitted piece of meat, to shlam him after zrika. So what's the halacha? What's the halacha? Is that a nadar or not a nadar? Right? Or does it prohibit or not? What is that based on? Which state of shlamim am I linking the permitted meat to? To the ikar, original prohibited state, or to the present permitted state? So I will say, so listen to this. So listen to this. Hilchos nedarim halacha tes vav. Listen to this. Hayo lefana basar kodesh hafid lahayo basar shalom achas vikos tam yishumut lazarim va'amar harei alayke basar harei ze'elu asurin shalom hitfis ela bi'ikaro. The Rabbi Paskins halacha lamaisra will say that when you go ahead and you do hatfasa. So let's go back to Rabbi Chama's case. I have a permitted piece of meat on the table. There's shlomim after zrika. On the table as well. And I say, How do we pass him? We pass him as a valid nether through Hatfasa. Why? Because the way Hatfasa works is you're linking the permitted item with the prohibited item, Bi'ikaro, in its original prohibited state. And therefore, Allah Chalamai, so the nether work of we'll stop over here. Shaman is Yashikach Abosai. Shikoyach, Shikoyach. Smichas Chavlos, you are Smichas Chavlos, Amir Tashem. Um, Hashem, 10 o'clock, we'll say, I am Emirat Hashem leaving Barat Yisrael. So tonight, so Rabbi Richter is going to be giving Shir tomorrow. I hope Emirat Hashem to be able to give live virtually at some point over the... Rabbi Richter is on, he's ready. He's ready, he's, he's, he's ready to go. Right, he's ready. So we'll say, so Emirat Hashem, but I'll keep you apprised of the schedule on the WhatsApp group. Shkaya HaKabal